1: Mason Miller or Bryce Miller? Who you got? Find out next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. Today is Wednesday, May 3rd. I am Frank Sample, joined by Scott White. And it's Miller time. Mason Miller and Bryce Miller Fantastic on Tuesday Mason Miller actually threw seven no hit innings with six strikeouts Bryce Miller on the other side making his debut took a no hitter into the sixth inning in that start he allowed two hits one run 10 strikeouts to zero walks Scott what did you see from each of the Millers and who would you rather have
0: well I can't help but fixate on the negatives and I know it's a bit ridiculous to do so when these two young upstarts take a no hitter battle into the sixth inning Uh, but I I will point out Bryce Miller, as impressive as this start was, it was against the A's, who is the the team we're ragging on the most this year. Um, And he threw 70% fastballs. Now, it's a really good fastball. The fact that he got so many swings and misses on that pitch in particular, I think is an encouraging sign for his upside. You know, it has the optimal vertical approach angle that causes hitters to swing under just a terrific pitch shape for the modern environment but can he get away with throwing it 70 percent of the time against better lineups in his second third and second and third go around the league remains to be seen i also don't think it's going to be that often that he walks nobody in a start i think control could be something that limits him at times but it a, a good fat there there is no substitute for a good swing and miss fastball if you have that you have upside and so bryce miller is, is somebody you definitely need to pick up right now after this debut Mason Miller who had the seven no hit innings he still walked four uh his his average velocity on both his fastball and sliders two must throw pitches was down two miles per hour on both of them and it'd be one thing if, okay, he took a little off to throw more strikes, but he didn't throw more strikes. He threw only, what, 52% of his pitches for strikes, 54? 54. 54, yep. Awful, awful. And he had the four walks. And even, you know, the whiffs, he had 13 on 100 pitches. I mean, that would be fine, a 13% rate for, for the entire season. But in what's supposed to be his best start, I'm a little underwhelmed by it. I'm still a little underwhelmed by Mason Miller. We did finally see him give us a big... Uh, starting caliber workload with the seven innings. So I'm not saying you shouldn't roster him, but I don't think it's the same must that it is for Bryce Miller. If for no other reason before because he pitches for the A's and they couldn't even get him a win in this start. They haven't given any of their starting pitchers a win all season.
1: Yeah, that, that stat is actually crazy. And Mason Miller tried his best, but again, Oakland A's are going to Oakland A's. Brandon Fott is another pitching prospect who will officially make his debut on Wednesday against the Texas Rangers. And five starts at AAA this year, a 3.91 ERA, 1.18 whip, 30 strikeouts, and 25 and a third innings pitch. Scott, obviously, this is a name that we've been waiting for for some time now. 63% rostered on CBS. Would you rather have Fott or Tanner Bybee, who made his second start on Tuesday night?
0: Well, look, Bybee, Bybee's two for two in, in terms of delivering good starts. And you, you could make the case he was the better prospect than Fott to begin with. So I, I would definitely rather have Bybee than Fott. But there's reason to be excited about Fott for sure. Like if you just look at his numbers in the minors this year and over his minor league career, you may be like, eh, what's the big deal? Well, he had a, a, a 263 ERA and 10 starts at AAA Reno last year. Very difficult place to pitch. High elevation. His 2.63 ERA at that level—that's compared to an ERA over five for Ryan Nelson and ERA over six for Dre Jamison at that level last year, uh, which also puts Brandon Fott's 3.91 ERA there and five starts this year into perspective. Like it's—he's pitched better uh, than he th- than his ERA gives him credit for, just because it's such a tough environment. And also last year, 218 strikeouts—that was the most for any minor league pitcher. Since two thousand and one, so Font has upside. There are reasons to be excited about him. Can't guarantee it's going to go as well his debut as as Bryce Miller's did, particularly since Font will be facing the Rangers lineup. But he definitely deserves to be rostered.
1: All right, last news item here that we'll talk about is Michael King. We don't talk a lot about relievers on this, but. Uh, Clay Holmes has struggled this year, and Michael King converted a five-out save on Tuesday with three strikeouts. He looked dominant once again in that uh, appearance. We were talking on the Full Lane podcast about you know saves hopefuls, Scott. How would you rank this group of three? Michael King, Aroldis Chapman with the Royals, and Craig Kimbrell with the
0: Phillies. So I'm going to keep Chapman number one because I think if everybody stays healthy... In all three of these bullpens, Chapman has the best chance of emerging as a true closer still just because he might outperform Scott Barlow and and take the job up his trade value. I will go king number two over Kimbrell, but that's mostly because I think Jose Alvarado has pretty much secured the job for the Phillies and Kimbrell's not going to get many chances. He'll get occasional, but not that often. I have a hard time believing King's going to straight up overtake uh, Clay Holmes, because I think the Yankees like him more in this multi-inning ro- role, where he'll occasionally get saves just because he'll stay in the game long enough that you know he'll be the one who finishes it out. But I, I don't think he's going to emerge as a true closer for them.
1: Well, Scott, as a as a resident Yankees fan. I hope that you're wrong, and <laughs> I hope that Michael King becomes a team's closer because, uh, frankly, I've had enough of Clay Holmes. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Odyssey, Odyssey app, or anywhere else podcasts are found. Thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, and we'll be back again tomorrow. Bye-bye.